of Ali and Pink Sifu. They just released a new album under a month ago now. We're going to be talking about that, and I'd also like to dive into a little bit of their background. It's my pleasure to introduce B. Kool-Aid. <laughs> Shout out Frank Yo. Ocean in the back. Oh, Frankie. Uh. So first of all, I just want to say uh, congratulations on the new project. Um so I, I don't know if you guys were informed or not, but um, this is a Seattle-based podcast. So um, when I checked out the album and saw that you guys had Ladybug Mecca on, that was that was super exciting for me to see. Um, I've had uh, Ishmael from Shabazz Palaces slash Diggable Planets on my on my show, so it was cool to um, see some of that Seattle and uh, on your guys' album. Nah, um, yeah, that they they legends, bro. Ladybug Mecca, definitely. Yeah. So I'm happy we got I'm happy we got that in so for Yeah, because one thing I like to do is um with the podcast, I interview a lot of like uh local Seattle artists, uh up and coming touring artists, and then I've also had artists on such as like Goody Mob and uh like Cool Rockski, Dell the Funky Homo Sapiens. So I have like I like to have like the older artists on as well. That's yeah. But what I what That's I see selfish. is Thanks, man. But some something that I see though is like it's it's becoming more prominent, but not as prominent yet. Where um, the younger artists are working with older artists. So for you to actually bring on Ladybug Mecca was it was something cool to see. What, what was the decision on both your guys' ends to to work with her? Oh, man, she was just showing love, so it was mutual, very organic, very organic, and um. Yeah, I love her voice. So if I fuck with your voice, I could always fuck with you or find something for you. Mm-hmm. And I, he was a fan already, so it was just, it was real. Um, yeah, it was real organic. So does that does that come from like a social media interaction or was that like a running into her at a studio or how'd you guys meet? Yeah, it was social media. It was social media. She followed me on, I think, IG. Um, and then I just hit her. I just hit her. And then, um, yeah, we just just showing love to each other. Mm-hmm. And it, it was very, it was very, like, MySpace energy. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And that's, that's like, that's the power of uh, social media. Because I've been checking out your guys' previous interviews. And, like, that's exactly how the... the um, Big big Rube relationship formed as well, you know. So exactly, yeah, yeah, just like organic. And then, 
we end up fucking with each other. Mm-hmm. And then we like, oh, okay, word. Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's cool. You're not weird. Right. And then, like, then, you know what I'm saying? And then after that, then it's just, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just easy after that. The more, like, motherfuckers can just just get along um, out the flesh and in the flesh, the more easy people can get working when it comes to just, like, what goes on around here. Mm-hmm. Like, if we, if we really can click, then we can make some dope shit. Or, like, we can at least vibe. We can vibe hard. Right. And that that is something that's kind of uh, a positive to the social media thing is where like if you do have like a certain amount of followers it's kind of like a, a web of people seeing like who messes with you and who doesn't via social media and that kind of gives you some like like if someone had like zero followers or like no online presence that might be harder to reach reach out to like a uh, a more established name so that's kind of cool um, how that works I mean sometimes I sometimes I guess it's like how you it's how you you know approach but right yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you got like, if you got like zero, actual zero followers, like I'm gonna think you're a robot or something. <laughs> but like, if you got a little followers and you send me some shit, I might click it. I might peep it, but that's just like a may, I may feel good that day type shit. That's and that's what it was with Big Rube and Lady Bud. They just felt good that day and they were trying to respond. They ain't have to respond to me. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just click like that, but. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm happy they did. And I do the same way. You know, when people when people hit me up sometimes, I'll be like, you know what? Let me let me figure them out. Let me see. Let me see if it's gonna mesh. Sometimes it do, sometimes it don't. Yeah. What is the um who what is, who has like the final say, would you say, when it comes to like collaboration, like featured artists on like a a, a collab project like this with you and Ali? Like, do you guys both like say, oh, I've been talking to this person and we should bring him on? Or do you like, as the, as like the rapper of the project, do you have a say of who's allowed to be featured and who doesn't? Or how does that come together? It's more like what we, what we're going for. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mutual thing for Got it. Like what we, yeah. what we're trying to accomplish. That makes sense. I would say definitely both. Because I mean, at least sometimes, you know, sometimes he already has some shit in mind. Like it was this one joint that it was this one joint Navy Blue was on that we made at the stew. And Ali was like, yo, like, let's try to finish this. Yes, Rane. Yes, yes. Let me thank you so much. And, um, and he was like, all right, bet. Let me try to get on it. Sometimes I was like, I just feel like we need a certain sound and we'll try to get on that. And then that sound end up, you know, I felt like it needed V or it needed live or it's better. Mm-hmm. But Ali know, Ali know all these niggas. So right. it's like, a, it's like sometimes, you know, and yeah, it was, I, it was final sex on both of them. Cause some, some shit got taken out. Right. Some shit got taken out. Like some background vocals got taken out. Some shit we ain't need. Some, it was a little too much. And so it was, we was just both in there. Just finishing that all up for real. So from my, like from listening to the project, I kind of got a little bit of a vibe that it was almost like a, 
concept album. Am I right on thinking that? Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. So, so what is what is Leather Boulevard? Is that a street either of you guys grew up on, or is this like a historical street, or is it a street that you guys came up uh, like came up thinking about, or? Oh, three, uh, man. Mm. Not in the literal sense, but you know, figuratively, yeah. The street where my lives has always existed. That's kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are everywhere we go? What are some like Ali from you? Like, what are some things that like you took up, took from maybe where you grew up to uh, help bring this Leather Boulevard street come to life for the album? Shit, like going to salon with my mom, going to get a haircut, going to get clothes at like strip malls and shit like that. Different, different vibes of. Middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And shit, some of my adult life, uh, just being outside. And what what about the, is there like an era that this is supposed to take place in? Because like the, the promo videos and even the album cover kind of seems like maybe like 60s a little bit. Or maybe like the era of like a modern 60s, you know, like where it's just like the fit looks like it's from the 60s, like maybe retro a little bit. Man, this motherfucker fucked up my order. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I hate when you order. I ordered from Postmates and Uber Eats. This motherfucker decided to be Superwoman and get do both of them, but only brought one. I ain't opened the bag yet, though, so I could be talking shit. But I'm like, <laughs> it's the same person. I'm like, I look on the app. I'm like, wait, is this fried? What the fuck is this? Anyway, man, man, um, it definitely got some got some vibes from like the sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. um, for sure. But I really wanted to just, I really want to like give you a timeless vibe too. Mm. I know that I know the clothes is definitely um, I know the clothes is definitely that. But like, oh, see, I'm talking shit. The nigga didn't even come. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely wanted a timeless look. You feel me? And I feel like that look is always, you always going to see that look. You always going to see some leather. You always going to see niggas dripped up mm-hmm. in some type of way. So it's definitely got 70s in it. But we weren't necessarily for sure pulling for that. Especially Sonic, we were also fucking with like late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Shit, we grew up on now and shit like, and shit we on now. So, but yeah, I doubt aesthetically probably yeah, but it's definitely a concept album though. Yeah, a concept album. It's an album. It's a block. We made, we we made up the street and we made up all the stories and we made up everything. Um, so we just brought the life for real, for real. That's awesome. So is skit something that you guys usually like to mess with? Because I know like you've left like voicemails on songs in the past. Is this for this specific album, is do these skits help bring the album to life? Or is skit something that you guys genuinely just like to mess with? Yeah. 
I like skits. I, yeah, I think I think we not saying we needed the skits, but not saying we needed the skits. Mm-hmm. But I think I think they helped. I think they helped with everything. Like they help they help you be like, oh shit. Like, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think the skits just put uh put a story on like every location. For sure. And like every like you feel me? It just gave every every spot and everything in the album like texture and character and shit. Yes, yeah. yes. It helped flesh the the whole world okay. out. Yeah. So I think not saying it needed it, but it definitely you know, helped it. Mm-hmm. And if you if you pay if you pay attention to it while you're listening to the music, you I think you grasp more so what we're going for with the world we build and shit. For sure. It's definitely a full aesthetic. I I wonder like, did you guys uh dive into that? Did you guys have like a um like an album release show? And if so, did you guys try to like have that aesthetic happen when you were having that? Or plan to do that with uh yeah, we future had, shows? We had the leather we had the leather boulevard sign, we had had all leather on and shit. Well, you know the stage design, that's a little work, but we 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 know we we had a little bit. We had a little bit. We're trying to we're trying to get a little creative though. Hopefully mm-hmm. with this with this next uh run the shows we do. Hopefully we can get a little creative where we we do got an idea for some stage shit, you know, just to bring it more sort of life. But that shit, you know, it's all, all in time, all in time. For sure. How'd you guys feel? Because this is your guys' second collab project together, right? Uh, it's our third. Third. It's our third co- collab project, but like second album. Got it. And how did how did how did this one feel compared to the other two? Did you like lock in easier or was it harder, more uh, expectations or what? I mean, we definitely wanted it to be an evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like we were in previous one. It was like we were in space. Ali, you got to get the space. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, just. <laughs> 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 I feel nah, like we, yeah. well, Ali said evolution. We was trying to just make it better, make it more mature, make it seem like we pro- got. Uh, and Ali, music, music, music wise, has been doing that. So I wanted to show that yeah, in yeah. music. I wanted to show like, all right, nigga, niggas can if we would if we wanted to, we could have original music that slapped just like the sample, like type mm-hmm. of shit. For sure, but. But, but, but yeah, evolution was the, I, I think in one word, what Ali said, that's it. Like evolution. Mm-hmm. Like for real. So how did you guys come to me? Because you guys have both been doing this music stuff for close to a decade or even longer. How did you guys come to meet? Especially because, uh, so a lot, Ali, you're from California, if I'm correct. And yeah. then Long Beach. And then Pink Sifu. Is from uh, is outer from space, Alabama, outer space. <laughs> <laughs> so how did how, how did the South and then the West Coast come together to connect? 
Oh, can you repeat that? Oh, you, you guys, cut, you guys both yeah. cut out. Yeah, we met. We met because of this. This person right here. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch called Mary Jane. That's how we met. Mary, Mary Jane and Bruce. Mary Joanna and some bruised and ring. <laughs> Damn. That's what that was the shout out Ringo always. Mind design. Um but yeah, we yeah, that's how we met. It was love. He ain't really know shit about me. But he was just like, this this a cool nigga. Like type shit. Like and then like and then he found out about my music and then he's like, oh, you know, what yeah, I'm saying? let's get up. Yeah. Get up. Oh wow. I, I, but his, I knew about his music. I think the first day I met him, I think I knew his music, but I definitely knew about it after that. Got it. Because that's what I was bumping when I went back home uh, to Cincy, and I was telling, I was bumping a lot of Ali beats from this Guys Connect YouTube uh, video, and I was bumping like Mind Design beat tapes, Knowledge shit. Um, Devin Who shit. Um, that's yeah, that's in a Aludum. It was, it was, I was listening to Ross G, Zero. I was like listening to a lot of that shit. You feel me? That low end shit, that boiler room shit, Doc Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, I was, and I was geeked off of the boiler rooms in Ringo's, um, living room. Like, I was showing all my homies back home that shit. So. And they were, when I did a boiler room at his crib, we got up and then the rest was history. Damn. So did you guys know you guys wanted to be, because sometimes, especially if you guys are releasing projects together, there's, there can sometimes be a conflict whether it's going to be like a business thing or a friendship thing. Has that ever been like difficult to decide if it's more as like collaborators or were you guys focused on being friends at first? Well, we, yeah, I wouldn't have got those beats if we weren't friends type mm. shit. <laughs> like, Ali has worked with niggas just on the flesh, just on the muscle, on the working tip. But, like, yeah, I I think it was, we never really was like, oh, this is a business move type shit. Mm. <laughs> like, like. Yeah, that's it's cool to like see like uh, that that friendship grow then. And then I was watching some like old YouTube videos. Fuck, I forget what it was called. You guys both were like featured on a podcast multiple times called like Last Name David or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's my guy. And it was it's yeah, cool to small see. Talk. Yeah, and like um, that's a cool premise to like be like laying down in the camera above you guys. And like I, I saw that yeah. I saw that um. Um, Sifo has been working with like Maxo for a while and then I'm a huge fan of Al- one of Alchemist's last projects and Hell like yeah. you're on that um, so it's just kind of cool to just see how because that's what I try to do with my friends too it's to like when I meet someone bring it into like a bigger circle and I feel like you guys do that a lot when you like look at your guys' catalog or even um, I've also had a uh, Mavi on my show so it's cool to see that you, you guys have a uh, 
worked with Mavia as well. So it's just kind of cool to see this like oh, yeah. spider web, you know? Oh, yeah, that's my boy right there. Yeah, it's, it's uh, so, so also I, I was telling Ali, um, like con- congratulations on the, the, the people's party, um, podcast. That was, that was super cool. So with that though, it's cool to see that you guys are like in the same space. How often is it that you guys are actually like recording together versus like just bouncing beats and stuff back to each other virtually? I mean, we always record more or less together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why, that's why it takes a little, that's why it takes a little to like get it right too. Cause like, I don't, I don't live in LA. Anymore. I don't live in really LA. So like, now we got like limited time to really cook up. Mm-hmm. But like, that's what, I put such some time in like getting it finished, finished. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah. We we all looking up in person. Got it. So how do you like? How do you? Because with that, you know, doing even right now, doing uh, like a collab interview. How often are you guys? Or is it hard to deal with promoting your own projects and then coming together to promote? Or like when you're promoting one thing, do you put your other project on on hold for a little bit? Or how does that work? I mean, we both always make music. Mm. It's it's really not too much of a problem. It's like when the time comes for us to lock in, really drive some shit home, we're going to drive it home. But all in the meantime, we still recording drinks. Yeah. Working on other shit. Because it's, um, I work with a lot of like bands and sometimes there can be like conflict when like certain band members are on like multiple projects, but it seems like you guys do it pretty seamlessly. And I wondered, I was wondering if that's just cause it's just easily, you just focus more on the music or is there any tips on how to make, keep those relationships like solid and also feel like you're working on your own stuff or is it, how do you guys maintain that? Bro, honestly, Honestly, just like I work with, I don't know, bro. Like we both <laughs> get, we both give a fuck about this big Kool Aid shit. Yeah, and we both give a fuck about our solo shit. Hmm. And I think we just like we just both be like we gonna give a fuck about this big Kool Aid shit right now. Yeah, and then when that's over. We back to the shit. But like he said, the whole time, we're still solo artists in a group. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? We still working on shit. Like, I'm trying to finish shit. He recording shit, making shit that's not for this shit. So it's like, but we still, like, coming together. The album's done, but we still coming together thinking about shit that we could do show-wise, video-wise. We still, like, thinking about Mm. But we still, I don't know. I don't know how to give niggas advice on that <laughs> shit. But yeah. I would just, I would just say, I would just say, work with somebody that's that cares, because Ali care right. about this. Like you feel me? Like we, we took, we, we both was like, okay, this year we gonna go hard on be Kool Aid, mm-hmm. and 
we ain't dropped the Kool-Aid in a minute, so we both gave a fuck to, like, do that. But we still working on shit at the same time. So, And I'm not getting mad at him working on shit. He's not getting mad at me working on shit. So I, I don't really know how to build that type of relationship other than, like, we just got that understanding with each other. Like, for real, for real. That's fucking awesome, honestly. And what's yeah. uh... And that's fucked up though. I mean, yeah. I, I think bands should have that with each other. Like if your guitarist or your songwriter is doing solo shit too, I think you should feed that. Like I'm like, I be at shows telling niggas like, yo, Ali got some shit yeah. he working on. Or like telling like, you know, like when he working on his album, I give him I would give him some beats for that or I do a, like feed feed whatever your niggas is fucking with. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like advice right. like Ali on Isley. Ali on Gumbo. Yeah. Like Ali on uh Flossifu. Mm-hmm. Like you feel mm-hmm. like so it's like the fuck and he on real Batman. It's like so it's just like it's it like I don't know. I don't, I think that's the way to do it too. Like whatever you working on, you can still keep your Keep your niggas you always working with involved in some type of way. Like Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So with you all, Lee, I, I I feel like I don't know too much about your 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 background. So how did you get involved with music? Uh, I always loved music since I was real little. Loved it, loved it, loved it. So I was like, I'm trying I'm trying to make this shit. My bro, he would do beats too. When I was, he would he was doing a lot of beats when I was coming out of elementary school. I would watch him, fuck with his equipment, and then my other brother, one of his roommates, gave me a drum machine. Oh wow! And that was it. So you, st- I just did, and if didn't you stop, have you always just been like pr- producer, or do you? Ever do vocals as well, or? Yeah, I do some vocals. <laughs> yeah. How did that? How did that come to be? Like, so, break it down. So you you learn about like producing stuff, like elementary school, middle school, and how? When did you like start first releasing any like beat tapes or anything? And like when you first started producing, were you also doing vocals at the same time, or did that come along later on in life, or? Yeah, well, like, I rap like every kid mm-hmm. rap in school, you know what I mean? At least where where I was from, like, everybody. If a nigga make it spit. If a nigga, <laughs> yeah. if a nigga can make beats, that nigga is rapping a little bit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It'll be like, like, everybody spit. So I've been fucking with rap since that time. For real, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, yo, I'm going to be a rapper. Like, my focus was making a beat. Mm-hmm. I always fuck with bars and shit. And I didn't... What's up, bro? You always has the raps on the side. Yeah, you know, tuck thing. I started putting shit out, I feel like, when I was, like, 20, 19, 20. Like, when I left, when I left home, type shit. That's I was awesome. like, all right, I'm gonna actually make a make a run at this shit. Yeah. What was like your first like milestone that you remember hitting? Was it um, getting a certain amount of streams, or was it working with like a artist you've wanted to work for with a long time? Or 
Um, I feel like on on MySpace, I was I was putting my shit up on MySpace, mm-hmm. and I was reaching out to people, kind of like how he's mentioning before. Man, it wasn't nothing crazy. Like I didn't have a big MySpace following and nothing like that. But everybody I hollered at was like, "Yo, this is cool." Like I met Mind Design on there, and Knowledge on there, and then who. A lot of cats that would end up being the homies just from like, yo, check out my stuff. That was it, bro. That was definitely a big milestone. I was like, damn, right. All these cats that I fuck with their shit, they fuck with my shit. I must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, from my understanding, you guys are, as Be Kool-Aid, you guys are on like a record label, was... Uh... Was that your first record label that you've been on, Ali? Or like as a solo project, were you able to be picked up as well? Or how did that come to be? Yeah, like on some like actual legit indie shit, this is the first record label I've been on. Hell yeah. That's put, that's put some shit out, mm-hmm. some shit shit. And how did that come to be? Is it just because uh, you, like, your first few together were like pretty solid? Or how, how, does, how does like a collab... Like, how does a hip-hop duo communicate with, like, a record label? Well, it was, it was a, it was the oh, indie. Ta- nah, wait, we talking about, like, Brown? Or we talking about Lex? I think we talking about Lex, really, yeah. Oh, shit, you talking about our first, you ain't talking about our first album, you talking about this album right here. Oh, yeah. so we're both, were you on two different record labels for... Well, Brown, Brown got released through Mind Design. Mind Design. He was part of a label called Akashic, and I was in. And we released on that the first album, but now we on Lex, which is a more bigger indie um label. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they a label, and yeah, this is be Kool Aid's. This is definitely much more, I guess, bigger than the last label. Um, and I guess this is the only label I really been a part of on this level, I guess, too, because Fly Seafoods was on this, too, mm-hmm. was on the wow. same level. Um, so, yeah. I, I, yeah, okay. Okay, for sure. What was your question? <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering, what, what's it like as, like, a hip-hop duo to be part of a record label, and how does that come to be? It's cool, bro. It's cool. I mean, you know, you just got to... You just gotta keep your spending and your numbers. You know what I'm saying? You gotta like, gotta just watch shit. Gotta, you just gotta, you know, be on your shit really. And it's it's good though. It's good. It's help. It's assistance. It's a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's financial help. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's, I ain't got. I ain't really got that many complaints. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Do you feel like that's still something artists should be reaching for to be part well, of a label? Or do you still like, because I feel like you guys are kind of giving a little bit of a vibe that's a mixture of like, you guys have done indie stuff and still are kind of indie, but also have like label support at the same time. So you're, I feel like it's almost like you guys are walking between both worlds a little bit. Definitely walking. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think, you know, it's, it's, 
it's you I feel like you can do that. Hmm. I feel like you some projects you can maybe see about a label with. Some projects you don't have to. But I will say that I don't think anyone should really be tied down necessarily mm-hmm. to like contractual agreement for time. But um yeah, I, I think I think you can use both to your benefit. And like, but but uh, but I do like the indie. I do like being independent when it's done right. You know what I'm saying? You just got to be more on your shit. But I, I I would say like I do like the indie way a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You just you just need to be more on your shit. Like you just like just because you indie don't mean like it 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 just mean you gotta you you have to take care of everything. So it's, yeah. It's it's kind of, it's it's you know it's it's a win win, for sure. And I also yeah, reach for reach for what you ask yourself what you want. You know? Yeah, it's about what you as want. A, as an artist. You know what I mean? What do you what you trying to accomplish? Yeah, and really think about that before you make them kind of decisions. You know what, what would you say you guys are trying to accomplish as just artists in general? Um, keep it a buck, bro. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to keep creating. I'm just trying to keep creating and and just keep uh keep gradually climbing, like you know. <laughs> no more than mass. Go ahead, live. Nah, nah. I say yeah. No more, not less. You know, getting better at my shit. <laughs> and yeah, mastering the craft. You know. And making the changes I want to see with music, doing doing my job mm-hmm. in this great, great big world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah! And it's it's cool, uh, Sifu, to see that. I was uh, reading a little bit about it that you have like a little bit of like a theater background as well. Yes, sir. Little bit, little bit. <laughs> How did so you went to you went to college for that or what's the what's the background behind that? I went to uh yeah I went to college for it. I studied a little bit in high school. Went to college for it for like year and a half. Got kicked out, dropped out, Uh-oh. started doing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah I um before rap that was that was my dream. You know, dancing and movies, wow, and movies and shit. Um, but uh, I I found rap through poetry, and I was like, yeah, this shit hard, and start making music, start singing a little. But I definitely want to keep getting um, I definitely want to test out my hand and you know acting mm-hmm. and like that type of world soon for sure. That's odd. That's cool to see that like, you you guys both seem creative on like various fronts, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I mean, you know, I ain't, I ain't acting in none yet. Yet, so, right now, <laughs> all I got is some, you know, some training. I need to need to, need to <laughs> utilize that bitch a little bit. Yes, know. I you you see it all the time with hip hop artists or just artists in general. Um. Or like uh, I don't know if you know who Oswin Benjamin is, but like he's been on the show, 
and like he uh, has a movie on. I'm blanking on the name of the movie, but he has a movie on Netflix. Or you see, like Joey Badass has a movie on Netflix. Or like Joey Badass, Joey Badass going up. It's a lot of, it's a lot of rap niggas going crazy with the acting. And I will say, it's like salute to them niggas. Um, it's crazy. It's it's not that many. I think that like. Like what my favorite right now is like if we talking rap actor, like Doug Will Smith, you feel me? What about Charles um, Gambino? I gotta say Charles Gambino. Donald Glover, yeah. Donald Glover's doing his thing right now. Like um I think he's doing his thing in writing, mm. more or less. More so. Um I love how he's writing. Yeah, I just like I just like freaky shit right now, bro. Like Jonathan Major is one of my favorite actors right now. Like I I love Mahershala Ali. Like I love like I love Lakeith Stanfield. I love Donald yes. Glover, Stephen Glover. I love what they're doing. Like I love just niggas that's making my mind be like, what the fuck? Like like while I'm watching that shit. So it's that's really what I'm. That's what I've always loved since like Leonardo, John, like Johnny Depp, like like you know what I'm saying Willem Dafoe. Like I like I like niggas that's like oh that that niggas weird. Like shout out like, so. Hmm. Yeah, not that many rap niggas that can do that. Right, act wise for real. like like and yeah. I think I think it's but I I love it though. I love what I'm seeing by some folks. Like I love seeing when a music when a musician acts, mm-hmm. what they what they bring to it. Like that's one of my favorite things in the movies. Like I'm like ah oh, shit. All right, all right. It's his first movie. It's her first movie. What they what they had to do with it? Like yeah. I love that shit. I love that shit. What would you guys say is each like your favorite movies right now? Um, um, like some new shit or like some old shit. One old and one new. How about that? Okay. Um. Mm. New movie I really liked was Triangle of Sadness. Oh, I still need to see that. I Old that. movie I fuck with. Crazy. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Uh, okay. Okay. Old movie. I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go with Harlem Nights. Mm. Um. But also, bro, God, fucking Scarface, Scarface, <laughs> fucking we t- niggas talk about Scarface like once a month, bro. Like Scarface <laughs> is oh, it don't matter when you watch it, what year, whatever. So many relatable things. Bro, that movie is so perfect. Like Scarface is such a perfect movie, and but Scarface, um. Damn, I'm just gonna name old movies. I <laughs> Belly. Belly amazing. Um, but fuck it. All right. We're gonna go Scarface for the old for the new one, though. No? I think I'm gonna go with Damn, bro. Niggas didn't seen a couple new ones that's kinda like uh Sheesh. I don't know. I don't know. I can't give you that. <laughs> I can't get it. I don't know what new one. I don't know. Like, 
I'm thinking about the goddamn uh that one Netflix that one movie with the uh with the bitch that was in the Airbnb. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Uh, uh, Barbarian. I don't know why. I don't know why I think of that, but that movie made me like that God. movie was fire. Yeah, I saw it in the theater that too. I don't know fire. if it's favorite new one though, mm. but it's right. definitely up. Like it's up there. Like I'm like, yo, this this that shit was good, <laughs> real good. Um, but I also, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I love Creed Three. Um, that was amazing. Um. I like goddamn. I like uh, what you call it? Uh, I've been on shows though, really, bro. Me too. Like Yellow Jackets and Succession are the things I've been watching. I love Snowfall. Like, like I love Snowfall right now. Uh, Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, I can't really. Be that, bro. I don't know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just got a couple more questions for you, and to to wrap up the the movie, you know, question and theater question. Um, something else that I've seen is like you're. It doesn't seem like you're. Uh, you're not afraid to like reinvent yourself and have like different aliases. So what is what is like the what is the importance of that to you? Shit, bro. I just like to stay fresh. Mm. Stay, stay. You know what I'm saying? Stay just. Yeah. I like the. I love Sunrise. I love Bad Lib. I love Prince. So, like, I was always inspired by what they was able to do each time they, like, attacked it. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just trying to be that way in my own sense or like in my own way type shit. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Cause you've had like, like what, three or four different aliases. Wild shit. I mean, I collab with a lot of motherfuckers too, bro. So yeah. fair. That's good too. That's the, that's the canvas. You feel me? I'm able to, I'm able to, you know, do a lot of different shit with different, with different folks. Mm-hmm. It's like, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I got different br- br- different sonics to fuck with it on, so it's cool. Mm-hmm. 100%. Now, Ali, my final question for you is, what is what is your advice for up-and-coming producers? Yeah, man, make some, make some music, man. <laughs> don't, don't sweat. Don't sweat the other shit. Make sure you Get nice with your oh, craft, yeah. Focus, focus on that, and let let the rest come. Cause some classic shit overhead told me like it's who you know to get in. It's what you know to stay in. Mm. You feel? Make sure you know. Make sure you know how to do something. And don't get don't get caught up in the bullshit, man. Know what you want and focus on that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Yo, new movie, King Richard. <laughs> King Richard. There we go. Richard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your fucking. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my my final question for you, Sifu. What is what do people call you? Do people call you Pink Sifu, or like what is like people's like shortened? People call me a lot of names, bro. Some people call me Jesus Christ. Some people call me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seafood, pink, live. Cool. It don't matter. Cool. So yeah, my and nigga Arnez, you feel me? Like Terrence Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, my, my final question for you would be, what do you do to stay grounded? Big Bow Wow. Um, fucking. What's that nigga from uh, the Marvel nigga that yo, Lawrence said I look like or whatever? Or he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Black Willem Dafoe. Niggas just said I look like a black woman to folks. Crazy. I'm somewhat of a nigga myself. I'm de- uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Nah, nah, bro. I don't know. Watch stand-up. Nigga, watch YouTube. Funny shit. Like, like, talk with my niggas. You know what I'm saying? Be with my girl and my babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, work. Think of ideas. I'm a workaholic. I like work. I like to escape and work. Mm. I like to think about shit all the time. So, yeah, that shit, bro. Just like, you feel me? Pushing yourself. I'm starting, though, to want vacation. Same. I'm starting to really admire the time away from work and you relaxing, putting your phone down and not talking to nobody sometimes. Unless your family kind of can't pause on your family. But yeah, I'm about to start doing that. So make sure you get some vacation in there. A hundred percent. Well it's been a it's been a pleasure having you guys on the show. Um what is the easiest way for people to Find your guys' music and reach you, reach out to you guys. Bro, Spotify, Apple Music, all that shit. Pink Seafood, Be Cool, Be Cool Nigga, Google, Ali on all that shit. A H W L E E. We are known in the galaxy. You feel me? Hell yeah. <laughs> and then I end the podcast by saying this is the NAS podcast. And then you guys say each say your name. Start with Ali and then uh, Pink Sifu. And then we'll be out of here. This is the NAS podcast with Ali. It's the, it's the NAS podcast. You fucking with Pink Sifu. You're.